This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Eliza Harvey. It's Wednesday, the 2nd of February. In your Squeeze today, the New York Times buys Wordle, interest rates to stay put, backtracking on the Anne Frank investigation, and hello, heatwave. This is your Squiz Today. It was announced yesterday that the New York Times has bought Wordle, the online word game that's taken many a friend group by storm. It's only been around for a few months, but now has over 3 million users. It was snapped up by the media giant for a seven-figure sums. That's anywhere between a million dollars and less than a billion. We don't quite know. If Wordle hasn't become a daily habit for you already, Eliza, take us through the premise of the game. Look, I might be the only person in Australia not to play Wordle. I decided I was too time poor and now I've missed out on a huge social phenomenon. But look, I've done a lot of research. It may look like an online crossword. It's actually got more in common with code cracking. And the aim simply is to guess the word in as few goes as possible. So when you log in, you find a six by five cube because you get six goes to guess the word. For your first go, you put in a word. A green brick indicates that the letter is correct and in the exact location. A yellow brick that the letter appears in the word but in a different place. And a grey brick means the letter doesn't appear anywhere in the word. So on you go until you get it or not. It's never too late, Eliza. Very easy to just jump onto that Wordle website. I saw one tweet that reckons Wordle's real achievement is actually just getting people to visit a website that's not a social media page. And I have to agree with that one. It got me opening it up. It's not in an app or anything. Of course, the New York Times is a media giant. They've paid a big sum for the game. It's a strategic move on their part, Eliza. That's right. It's all about the quest to get more paid digital subscriptions. That's the future of the newspaper business, which used to be centered on advertising. But then much of that ad money moved to big tech companies like Facebook and Google. And moreover, people are getting their news from smartphones and tablets. So the race is on to get you to pay for content that had previously been there for free. And at this stage, Wordle will continue to be free. The question is how long before it goes behind that Times paywall? Yes, the New York Times statement was worded pretty carefully, saying it would initially remain free for new and existing users. But the acquisition speaks to the power of games and puzzles that are part of people's daily routines, and they're wanting a piece of that. Josh Wardle, who created the game for his partner, says it's all a little overwhelming, as I'm sure it would be. As I said, Eliza, not too late to give it a try. There's only one game a day. It's good fun. On to international news, and Russian President Vladimir Putin has given his first press conference in months. Speaking on the situation in Ukraine, he's accused the US of ignoring Russia's concerns about Ukraine. That's right. Russia wants the NATO military alliance of Western forces to pull back troops from Eastern Europe, which was previously controlled by the Soviet Union. And Putin has accused the US of trying to goad Russia into conflict over Ukraine, saying they wanted the Kremlin to start an armed conflict. Putin said finding a solution to Ukraine won't be easy, adding quotes, I'm not yet ready to talk about what kind of solution it will be. UK President Boris Johnson, who is in Ukraine's capital, Kiev, for talks with with President Zelensky, said he wants Putin to pull back from the brink. Still a tense situation. Lots of talks going on. There were more talks of sanctions from the US and the UK yesterday. Plenty more to come on this one. 
Back home and onto the economy now, the Reserve Bank has left interest rates at 0.1% after meeting yesterday. Lots of discussion from analysts about when we could see interest rates go up, given the recent higher than expected inflation data. So last year, our central bank didn't expect a rate rise until 2024, but then that new inflation data that you mentioned came out last week. So a rate hike this year looks more likely despite rates being left on hold yesterday. And the PM Scott Morrison did acknowledge that the cost of living concerns will be a top order election issue. And we've also got the latest core logic data revealing just how strong the housing market is, with Melbourne's median home price passing $1 million in January. That's coming up with Sydney and Canberra. Longer term, though, the outlook is that the growth is softening, assisted by an earlier than predicted rate rise. When it comes to a rate rise, the RBA says it wants to see the wage growth that would usually accompany inflation. But yes, any thought of the property market softening is good news if you're wanting to get onto the property ladder. If more economic talk is your jam, Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe is speaking at the National Press Club today. A few weeks ago on the podcast, we mentioned that researchers believed they'd cracked the case of who betrayed Anne Frank and her family to the Nazis in World War II. But now there's been a fair bit of backlash to the investigation, which has turned out to be full of errors. This is an incredible story. Mm. That book was published with lots of media on outlets like 60 Minutes in the US, accusing fellow Dutch Jew Arnold Vandenberg of dobbing in the Franks to protect his own family. And with the remaining Jewish community in the Netherlands relatively small, it was bound to be really controversial. And many reputable institutions like the Anne Frank Fund in Switzerland found that the thesis was full of errors. The publisher has gone back to the author for a please explain. And then one of the historians went on Dutch radio to say that they never claimed to have uncovered the complete truth and that he estimated that their theory had a probability percentage of at least 85%. So it's all crumbling pretty quickly. Mm, The author has now been asked to respond to the criticism and the book's publisher said that they're going to delay any further print runs of the book. On to a little weather update now. Spare a thought for those in southeast Queensland. They're in the middle of a severe heat wave, and boy, is it humid. My gosh, I'm hot just reading these stories. So they're looking Mm. at temperatures in Queensland at 38 degrees, but with humidity levels at around 90%, it's particularly oppressive. I know, it just sounds really tough, actually. And those muggy conditions are set to continue (laughs) for the next couple of days. And while we're on the topic of oppressive heat, a new study in the the US has found that humidity and not just heat matters in generating dangerous climate extremes and measuring climate change more broadly. Yeah, it's an interesting study. They found that once you factored in humidity, climate change since 1980 is nearly twice as bad as previously calculated. If you're interested in that study, I'll put a link in your episode notes and sending very cool thoughts to those up in Queensland. While it's not quite Wordle, another clever bit of coding has caught the attention of billionaire Elon Musk. For all the wrong reasons, though, an American uni student has created a Twitter bot that tracks the movement of Elon's private jet, and he's not impressed, Eliza. So this is student Jack Sweeney, and with that tracking, he published on Twitter where Elon Musk's jet is going. He said, I knew it would reveal what business is going on and where he is going and stuff. (laughs) Uh, Musk said, 
perhaps a little bit dangerous. He doesn't want to be shot. Musk offered $5,000 to take it down. Sweeney said, yeah, how about 50000 And Musk <laughs> went, mm, no, I don't think so. And Sweeney said he created the account because he was a fan of Musk's. It's certainly an interesting way to get on the radar of one of the wealthiest and most influential men in the world. Mm. He's uh, if he couldn't get the fifty thousand, he's also asked for an internship. Apparently, Elon <laughs> hasn't replied just yet. But yeah, as you say, definitely an interesting way to get some attention. Squeeze the day, Eliza. What are you keeping an eye on today? It's a court case for me, the Ben Robert Smith defamation case against the nine newspapers. After three years of pretty intense litigation, nine is calling its first witnesses, SAS soldiers, in an attempt to prove their case that Ben Robert Smith did commit war crimes. This has been going on for a long time, Mm. but I think it's going to be a pretty big day in the courts. Yeah, one to watch. For me, it's uh, it's Groundhog Day today in the US and Canada. Kind of feels like we've been (laughs) living. We've been COVID doing this. Groundhog Day. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. For two plus years now. So officially Groundhog Day today. Before we go, some news from us. We're heading into a big year at the Squiz and we're hiring. We're looking for a growth marketing manager and a social media editor. So if you love what we do, love the way we do the news, want to get involved, you've got skills in digital marketing and social media, shoot us an email at hello at thesquiz.com.au and we can send you some more info on the roles. That's all from us today. Happy Hump Day. We'll be back with you tomorrow. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit NordVPN.com forward slash squiz today.